Welcome to the Bippity Boss Podcast. My name is Alexis Boyette, and I am a character entertainment specialist, business expert, and six-figure entrepreneur. I am obsessed with helping you achieve financial independence in the industry of magic. If you are looking to massively up-level your business, your life, your finances, your productivity, and your success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything your heart desires. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and the teachings that you need to create the business and lifestyle of your dreams. I know you will get so much value from these interviews, so thank you for pushing play today, and now let's begin. Hello, Princess Bosses, and welcome back to the Bippity Boss Podcast. I am super excited because today I have a special guest. I have Courtney with Addie's Closet Parties, and she's going to be talking about us about her TikTok creation and how she scaled her company in such a short amount of time, as well as her custom character creation. So welcome, Courtney. Hello, guys. My name is Courtney, and I am the owner of Addie's Closet Parties. We are located in Monroe, Michigan, which is about a half hour from Detroit, Michigan. Um, we specialize in character services and other children entertainment, and we cover the Southeast Michigan and Northwest Ohio area. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely. I'm so excited. I I get so confused because I know that your company name is Addie's Events and your name is Courtney and I keep wanting to call you Addie. So I know. (laughs) If it makes you feel any better, almost everybody does that when they first meet me. They're always like, hi, Addie. And I'm like, hi, Courtney. Oh, (laughs) my God. Addie is my daughter. She's seven years old. (laughs) I love that. So you did your business name to your daughter. Yes, I did. Yeah, she is the sweetest. She's always around. Um, Anybody who comes to our events has seen her a million times. She's like my little sidekick. We call her the little mini boss. I love that. That's incredible. Yeah. And such a such a girl boss move. So yeah. congratulations. I'm so she excited. She is a girl boss. She's going to bring the, the world to their knees when she's older. Trust me. That's incredible. Well, hey, it takes girl bosses to raise girl bosses. So I am so proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. So I know that we spoke a little bit through Instagram Messenger, but I want you to tell me a little bit about how you started your company. I, I know that you got your name from your daughter, but Give me a little backstory. Like, what's your experience in the character entertainment industry? How did you get started? Um, to be uh, <laughs> to be honest, I actually don't have any experience in the character entertainment industry, if you can believe that. I am 29 years old. Um, I have been going to Disney, though, my entire life. I have literally gone almost every single year since I was, like, born. I've been on the cruise lines. I've been to all the parks. Um, so Disney's just always been a really big thing for me. And I actually had started thinking about doing this a year prior to when I actually did. Um, And I talked myself out of it because I was like, no, you know, it'll be so much work and you have to find employees um, because I'm kind of jumping out of the age bracket for princessing. Um, And so I'm more like the fairy godmother, you know, for our team. Um, But we actually started, and I get this question a lot because our name is Addie's Closet Parties. So we actually started as, as Addie's Closet. We started as a children's clothing company. And then in January of 2020, I was like, you know what? We had thrown a princess ball and a couple other events um, where we hired an entertainment. And I was like, I love this. This is what I want to do. I want to be more hands-on with the kids and the community. And so I just went for it. I posted my first casting call. And honestly, it's just kind of been a learning experience from there. Um, We quit doing kids clothing actually when COVID hit because a lot of our stuff was coming from overseas. We had stopped selling the clothing at that point and then we never really went back because once we started with the princessing, um, we kind of just started adding and adding and adding and then I was like, 
this is what I want to do. Like, I don't want to do anything else. So we never went back anywhere. That's incredible. Okay. And then, so you launched your business basically two months before the COVID pandemic. Yes, I know. And you know, the funny thing is I always um, see in those princess groups and they're like, um, before COVID, like, and all this other stuff. And I'm like, I, I don't really know anything that was prior to COVID. All I know is how to, you know, we hit the ground running and we just, it was a huge blow for sure because we started to see success almost immediately. Um, and we were starter. I mean, like we started out with like Amazon costumes and we all do, <laughs> right. And, you know, and, um, so I worked so hard and then COVID hit and I was like, oh man, you know, like we had a big event coming and it was just, it was trying, but luckily our team um, is very in love with what we do. So we all kept pushing. Like I can never say it's just me that did it. Um, it's definitely every single person that we have that works with us. And, and you know, the people who have supported us over the last two years has been crazy. So I'm really thankful that we actually made it through COVID. <laughs> I was kind of wondering if we would, because um, we were so new. So it was interesting, but we're good. We're yeah, hanging that's amazing. And so did a lot of your clients that purchased your children's clothing come over then to your character entertainment company? Yes, we only had the clothing um, for about a year. And, and we had like really cute stuff. We kept it really affordable. That's always been like, my thing. Um, if you look at our pricing, even now in princessing compared to a lot of other pricing, I try to keep ours a little bit more reasonable, even though I know that we could be charging more because I was a single parent for a long time. Um, and back in those days, you know, there was no way that I could afford to spend $300 to have a princess come to my daughter's party. Um, and so that's kind of what I try to keep in mind as far as what we do. Um, and I've put a lot just back in to the company as well. So, and then people just keep coming. And they keep yeah. Coming. Yes. And you have a venue, right? Yes, we actually just opened it about two months ago. It was a little spontaneous. It wasn't really planned. Um, it kind of came up. It was one of those like fate, you know, dropped it in your lap kind of things. Um, and that was actually we bought the venue space. So we host small events every week, like Thursday through Sunday. Um, and then we bought an actual staff studio, too, because um, prior to that, we were actually just running out of my house. Oh, wow. OK. We and so we outgrew it. So it's like, yeah. The units are right next door to each other, which is super convenient. Um, so there's no like travel time. It's five minutes from my house, five minutes from my daughter's school. So it's been working out really well. I'm very excited to keep That's growing that. That's amazing. So let me get your timeline correct. You had a clothing company for one year and then you opened a character entertainment company the year after that. And that was during the pandemic. Yeah, it was about two months prior to the pandemic. Okay, awesome. January 5th was our first day that we ever had, like, you know, rehearsal. When we started, nice. kind of just going. Would you say that your profit ratio is higher because now that you have a venue, it does it increase that? Or is the expenses with the venue, like, basically, yeah, give me a little bit of insight on that. <laughs> I would say it's it's kind of about half and half. So we are so new, even a lot of our own followers aren't even really like cognitively aware that like we're here because like I said, it wasn't really planned. We did a grand opening. We did have about 300 people show up for that, which was really awesome. Um, but we threw it together. I mean, like literally in a week we came in, you know, we signed the papers, came in, like started painting and started kind of just going. So we've definitely, I think for as new as we are, even as a business as a whole, I think that we are doing fantastically. I will say that there are a lot of expenses like for the kind of things that we're doing, because we're basically doing character workshops. Um, 
There are a lot of expenses, and I do see, though, as we continue to grow this um, this venue space right here, that it will become more profitable over time for sure. Gotcha. So right now it's more of like a wash while you're building and growing, and then the intention kind of, is... Yeah, I, I don't, I would say that we're at least breaking even for sure. You know, we're bringing in enough people, which to me, I think is great considering, like I said, we've only been open, not even two months yet. Um, but you know, there's a lot that goes into it, like decorations. Like we just decorated for Christmas. So, you know, I did a front window display. I did a Christmas tree. We made a hot cocoa bar just because in my opinion, while yes, I could just not spend that money and put more into my pocket. I find that, um, you have to be willing to spend money to make money. And the nicer that you can make the experiences, in my opinion, goes a lot further because almost every single person that has walked through these doors in the last two months has returned or has told a friend that has come and said, my friend told me about this, like this was so awesome, you know, and there's nothing in my area where you can just come in and, you know, we did Cocoa Bomb Creations with Cinderella on Sunday and that was so cool. You know, I, we had pre-made the little cocoa parts and then they got to come in and they could fill it up with cocoa and different toppings and they got to drizzle them and Cinderella was here, you know. The characters, um, they sing. We do autograph cards for all the kids. Um, so it's just a really cool experience. And again, we keep those prices pretty decent. So like people kind of just afford to come in weekly, you know, even and treat their kids like you did good in school this week. Like, hey, let's go hang out with Anna and Elsa, which is really, really cool to a lot of people. That's awesome. So you're able to keep your cost low because you're offering that experience where you can cater to multiple children and multiple families. Yes. And honestly, too, um, my whole thing with getting this room, since they were right next to each other, is being able to incorporate enough income out of this room to pay for both of the spaces. So my staff has a bigger, um, more productive space now, and we utilize this space to bring in income to pay for both spaces, which I think is great. Awesome. And so do you, do you have a five-year plan or are you just rolling with it and seeing where it goes? Honestly, I think in the beginning I had more of a plan. And I think as we go and as we've gone through COVID, I think my plan was kind of just like, Meh. <laughs> and now I kind of just, I take it day by day. I do what I can. Um, you know, I try to plan out obviously a couple, at least weeks in advance. Um, but with everything, the way that it's been, we try not to plan too far in advance because when I was doing that last year, we got kind of it got a little harder, you know, like our princess ball had gotten postponed, I think six times. Um, so that, yeah, it was really hard. So now I kind of just, I'm taking it a little bit day by day. So you have an email list, obviously you um, send out email campaigns. Do you also do texting campaigns? We actually don't. And you know what? I think that'd be a great idea. Maybe you and I can talk because I'm sure that you do texting campaigns. <laughs> you can teach me about texting campaigns because I actually just started, um, utilizing my email marketing more recently because I realized that our web builder, um, it does offer it. And, you know, we've got X amount of clients in there that it'll email those out to, and you can see who like, who's viewed it, who's engaged. So like, it kind of helps the process like who we should be targeting, what, uh, what headlines are doing best and what characters are pulling the most attention from our viewers, which I think is really nice. I love that. That's wonderful. Well, I'm so proud of you and congratulations on your new business. And I think that it's very like you creating um, a one-year plan and just rolling with the punches and just, you know, taking it day by day is the best plan possible because, you know, we can't foresee the future and we can't no. foresee how our creativity is going to change and how clients are going to react to our offerings, you know? Um, so yes, I will definitely help you out with that texting uh, yes, campaign. Sure. Yes. And then do you have sponsors? 
Yes, we use sponsors. Um, I think that this, uh, our princess ball was the best that our sponsors have turned out. Um, we were kind of thrown on holding, or kind of paused, I'd say, on hosting bigger events for a while because of COVID. Um, so we did just have our princess ball on November 6th, so we had it last weekend. And that was our fit, first big event probably since about um, April was our last one. Um, but we did utilize sponsors for this and it cut, I mean, a lot of our costs. We had a horse-drawn carriage that was sponsored. I mean, that was $750. That's, I was like, okay. Uh, we had a face painter, we had a DJ and it was beautiful. And then we advertised, we made programs that matched the theme of our event because we did be our guests as the uh, event theme. I like themes. Um, and so that was kind of what we did. And so every single person who came got a program that listed all of the sponsors in it and had photos and it was, it was nice. So I love, I mean, I love using sponsors and I love working locally too with other small businesses and creators to kind of to bring together one whole awesome night. It helps them. It helps, you know, me. So I think that sponsors are a beautiful thing. Everybody should utilize. Oh, absolutely. And that being said, you sound very versed in business. So what's your background? <laughs> Um, you know, I don't really have a lot of background in business either. I'm kind of just like a think as I go kind of girl. A natural talent. Um, I've done a little bit of everything. So I started working when I was young and 18. I was licensed in insurance, if you can believe that, like home and auto insurance. Um, I was bored with that, though. So I ditched that pretty quick. And then after that, I did go into marketing for a little while. I didn't have any experience in that, but that definitely helped me. Um, I worked in medical for a while. I was a CNA. That was what I did before this. And then if you can believe it, I think I would say that I pulled a lot of my business experience from being a direct sales person. I started doing Thrive. Um, and that was kind of like my first exploring of like being your own boss, but it was still kind of structured. Um, I hit 12K by my first three months. So I was selling over $12,000 in products. And I was like, okay, queen, like, if you can do this for that, like, why don't you try to do something for yourself and like really be your own boss? And then that's kind of where we started. Once I was making enough money, I quit my job and I never really looked back. I was like, we're going to do whatever we can to keep it going. That's amazing. I love that. Following your heart, but also using your brain. So yeah, I queen. can say I finally think I found where I belong. Cause you know what I mean? Like as I went through different things, like none of them ever felt right like I was good at them but it wasn't like I enjoyed going to work right you know what I mean like I can work a 15-hour day right now and like it's nothing to me because I'm having fun I love my staff oh my gosh they're amazing it's literally like coming to work and working with all your best friends which is great um so I'm happy and I'm glad that I'm glad I finally actually decided to do it because I thought about it for a while and I kind of kept chickening out because, you know, it's a lot more to hire staff than just doing everything yourself. But I'm definitely glad I took the leap because it's going really well. Awesome. And then so I want to talk with you a little bit about TikTok. You mentioned that you were really successful with TikTok. Um, I want to know if that brought in a lot of clients for you and then how, and how, how do you utilize as, TikTok? As far as TikTok, I wouldn't necessarily say we get a lot of business out of it, but it um, definitely is a lot of publicity publicity um you know we're finding clients from all over the world who are tuning in like to our facebook lives that we do or anything virtual you know like if we do a facebook live we have people who will watch us in england and we have a friend in india who messages us like every single day about booking a party <laughs> they can't actually have us come to india so that's always interesting um 
but and it's and you know it's also really cool to say because we have over, we have about three hundred and eight thousand followers on TikTok. Um, so I don't it sounds cool when I say it, you know, like hey, I got three hundred thousand followers on TikTok. <laughs> so it's definitely fun and it gets us out there. We like to share the videos. Um, I've started using a lot of our TikToks on Instagram lately, um, and I see a lot of good results on doing that as well. Pulling them over. What? Wonderful. And I mean, I can see how advertising on TikTok would be very beneficial for, you know, if we were ever to get into it, fingers crossed, um, if we were ever to be put into a lockdown situation again, and you needed to sell virtual experiences. Right. And that's kind of where that helps as well. Awesome. And then um, I want to talk about your unique character creation, because I used to specialize in creating custom characters for business. So oh, whenever wow. you... Yeah, whenever you told me that, it just made my little heart dance. And I'm like, I'm excited. I want to learn. So tell me about your unique character creation. So you're going to be the first one to get the tea on this. We actually have another original character that is, um, we just posted a photo of the character the other day. It's a Christmas character. And I am writing a book for it right now, which nobody knows, um, that we're planning to release either on Black Friday or December 1st. I haven't decided yet. Um, but our original character, the first one is Maya the Mermaid. And that was based off of um, one of our staff. Her name is Maya and she's beautiful. She's very ethnic and we kind of wanted to do something. So she um, is a mermaid and she lives <clears throat> um, under Greece and they travel the world and they actually, we have a YouTube series for it, a mini one. Um, so we post episodes that are about five minutes long. We have our whole first season up right now, um, but she travels the world and she teaches kids about the places that they go. So she goes to Italy. And then my daughter is actually a part of that as well. She is Princess Addie of Mermazia, which is the made up um, city that they live in. And they go on these adventures all around the world and they help teach kids about the countries that they're visiting. That's so incredible. I, during COVID, I actually created my own YouTube channel and it was Elsa Goes Global. And I oh, was wow. teaching, yep, I was teaching children about different countries that I had personally gone to and used my own oh, footage wow, for. Cool. Yep. So we are very like-minded. I love that. Yes. That's, yes. That's yes. Now we're working on um, Tinsel the Elf. And then my daughter will be in this one as well. She wants to be the queen of the elves this time instead of the princess. Um, and the story, I'll give you a sneak peek. They are going to go on an adventure for Christmas magic. And then the book is going to end basically with them realizing that the Christmas magic was at home all, all the time because Christmas magic comes from your family, not, you know, the things that you do during the holidays, but the people that you spend it with. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and the rest of our staff is too. We actually got a sneak peek of the cartoon image of the character today. So I was like super stoked because it's perfect um, in comparison to like the photos that we took in real life of the character. So I'm excited for that one. I bet. And so you have an illustrator that helps you as well. Yes. The first book we did and I did them all myself and then, um, but I'm not very artistic. So for these characters specifically, I couldn't find anything that was like close to them. So I had somebody take a picture and recreate it into a cartoon for me. I love that. I love that. And I think that that's something that all character entertainment companies should do. Um, for how, sure. you, how popular would you say your unique characters are? Well, we just released um, Tinsel, and I don't think anybody actually knows yet what we're doing with her. They just know that she's a Christmas elf. Um, but Maya the Mermaid has been pretty good. Um, the YouTube channel has been growing, which is nice. Um, we sold quite a few of the books, you know, when we released them. We do um, an Under the Sea University every single month um, in Tecumseh, which is about 40 minutes from us. 
Um, but it's usually Maya the mermaid and another character like Ariel or last month we did Moana as a mermaid, which was kind of cool. Um, so I definitely think, you know, she booked for parties over the summer, you know, people wanted to book her and they loved her. So I think it was a great experience and I'm excited because I think that that has a lot of potential going forward. So I'm excited to keep exploring that. Awesome. And I will definitely put a link to your YouTube channel underneath the podcast. Yeah, you're very welcome in the description below. So that way people can check it out and please keep me updated with your custom character creation and how that goes for your business as well as your books. And then, so do you have any, I know that you just said that you had custom characters created for Christmas. Um, What are your near future plans for your business? Um, I know we're working on doing our tea and tiaras, which is our big tea party in February. We just released all the Christmas characters. We're going to be doing a ton of Christmas workshops and I'm trying not to look too far past Christmas because it gets a little crazy. We we have about 12 staff members, so I try to kind of take it, you know, a little chunk at a time, you know, usually like the season. So we're coming into the holiday season. So right now that's kind of what we're focusing on, um, getting that book written and getting it out so that kids can have it for Christmas. Um, adding new characters we have almost 50 characters already in um just about two years so i'm excited about that we're kind of rocking and rolling there um we're gonna release some new ones again here in a couple weeks that's incredible and then what advice would you give for someone that was let's say in the beginning stages of where you were at before you started your business in the beginning stages i would just honestly say to go for it i think a lot of people are scared um You know, I didn't know how to do a lot of things. Like, I was good with makeup, um, and I danced in high school. um, But, you know, I didn't really have, like, the experience that I'm sure a lot of other princess owners have. So I kind of felt like I was a little bit of an underdog. Um, But just not giving up. You know, I spent hours watching YouTube tutorials on how to style wigs and character makeup and character um, performance. And, um, you know, I just would say it's worth working for. It is a lot of work, but it's it's definitely a rewarding experience that I don't think I could find this kind of happiness doing anything else. I love that. That makes my heart so happy. Oh, thanks. Yeah, well, I think you're incredible. I look forward to potentially meeting you one day and also collaborating with you on future classes yes. and workshops. That would be awesome. Yeah, I think that you provide so much value to this industry. I'm so glad that you decided to take this and make this your path because, you know, we can learn so much from each other and I can tell that you have a lot for to give. Sure. Thank you so much. I think the same about you. I was so excited to come on this podcast. I was like all morning. I was like, yay, I get to be on the Bibbidi Bobbidi podcast. I was so stoked. Yay. Oh my gosh. That makes my heart so happy, especially with how new everything is. You know, Bibbidi is not even a year old. So exactly. It's... But you know what? You're a hardworking girl and you know what you want and you again have so much that you can, I think in this industry too, especially I find that there's a lot of people who are just, um, a little bit more chatty, um, and not wanting to, you know, work together. But honestly, I think that us working together makes it so much almost easier. You know what I mean? Like, I do feel like everybody's got something that they can share. You know, I'm sure that you know things that I don't know. I know things that you don't know. We just, let's be friends and let's share and grow our companies together. So I think that it's awesome what you're doing and powering a bunch of boss babes to get their princess rocks on. So I'm excited. Yay. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for meeting with me today. I'm looking forward to telling the Bippity members all about all the new stuff that we'll have collaborating on and have going for us. So um, more ways that we can collaborate and help others. So 
yeah, thank you so much for being my guest. And I look forward to working with you in the future. Yes, absolutely. Bye. Bye, Queen. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by visiting me on Instagram at Bippity Boppity Bankrolls or visit me on my website at Bippity Boppity Bankrolls.com. I love and I adore you and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. Have a magical day.